all right, it's been a hard few months. Um, my father was recently in failing health and because I'm the oldest and most secure of his two children, I was chosen to take care of him and manage his estate, if you can call it that. Unfortunately, my father did pass away and um, I am still in the throes of managing the quote unquote estate. And there were some things that we really wanted to do and be able to keep. And so that is, you know, a lot is weighing really heavy on me and my family at the moment. But I'm telling you this because I know I'm not the only person that goes through things like this. I absolutely know that. And I want to encourage you um, because when you're going through your difficult times and your struggles, this is why it is so important to become the CEO of you. This is why it matters because in becoming the CEO of you, you are then able to really take on different things that you would not be able to do otherwise. Okay. So listen, I definitely don't think I could have done the things that I have done and the things that I am doing if it weren't, um, if I weren't able to lead my emotions, lead my actions and lead my ability to communicate. That's what I want to talk about today on the podcast, because I know how difficult it is to stay focused on the simplest of days. Forget about staying focused and level-headed during difficult and busy times. So if that is something that you want to hear more about, stick around. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? If you've encountered some choppy waters in your life lately, I've got you covered in this episode. Becoming the CEO of me was one of the best things I ever did for myself. And I can say with certainty, it's what you need to. <laughs> okay, it is definitely what you need and I'm gonna prove it to you. Because when it comes to leading my emotions, I needed this in my time, you know, caring for my father. During high stake environments, it's so easy um, to let your emotions get the better of you. And practicing leadership over your emotions is just basically a fancy way of saying controlling your reaction. So I just try to make it cute for the podcast title or whatever. But basically leading your emotions is really understanding how you control your reactions. Because as you know, we can't control what other people do, we can only control our own actions and our reactions. So learning from your past is what I believe helps you recognize any triggers. And as a result of that recognition, you're better able to manage your reactions, either positive or negative. So that's gonna help you in controlling your reactions. Caring for an aging parent like I just did can be stressful on the best of days. But when you have to care for a parent and deal with expectations of other people. You have to deal with people questioning your decisions and you have to deal with people trying to take advantage of the situation altogether. Honey, you'd better have your emotions in check. And there were a couple of times during the situation that I was dealing with with my dad 
where I had to really like get a hold of my flesh because there was some moments in there where had I not been the CEO of me, I would have allowed my reactions to get out of control. So what I do is I coach people on this and um, I have an entire lesson dedicated to this inside my program, Project CEO. But leading your emotions is primarily about having a plan when the inevitable happens. And we all know, like the stuff is gonna hit the fan, inevitably. And the only thing that you can really control in those moments is how you respond, right? That's really the only thing that you can really control. So leading my emotions is, and leading your emotions is why I think becoming the CEO of you really does matter. So you should really consider that. The next thing is leading my actions. I really had to get a hold of the things that I was doing because that also helped me to manage my reactions, right? So I had to do a few things. And so listen, there have been so many times that I wanted to give somebody the business, okay? You know what I'm talking about. Like you really want to lay into them. I told you when I was caring for my dad, there were some times when I... mm, I mean, really get down into the <laughs> for doing something that was either disrespectful, unnecessary, ignorant, and or my least favorite thing. And you guys know that OG listeners, you know what it is. Passive aggressiveness. I cannot stand it. But becoming the CEO of you of me prevented me from going down that road most of the time, though. The difference is in order to lead in my actions, I really needed to know my personality. But most importantly, I needed to know how to manage the volume of my personality around these people that were being disrespectful, unnecessary, ignorant, and or passive aggressive. So going back to those triggers that I mentioned earlier, I know the different personality types that trigger me. And more specifically, what character traits of those personalities trigger me. And so I then know how to respond. So what I do is I mitigate those challenges that could arise when I'm interacting with other people by creating what I call circumstances for optimal success. Now I know that these terms, um, if you're new here, you may not understand what they are. I dive into them inside my program, Project CEO. But basically it's, it's applying what you know about yourself to make the best out of any situation. And there's a process for that. There's a whole, a whole lot more that goes into it because first, I believe you really need to know yourself. And in most instances, people are not very self-aware. As a matter of fact, there's a statistic, um, I want to say it's on psychology today. I can't remember, but it says that only 10 to 15% of people are actually self-aware. So that means what 85 to 90% of us are walking around thinking that we're self-aware potentially, but we really aren't. (laughs) So um, being able to apply what you know about yourself to get the best out of situations is, I think, a a very important plan to achieving your goals and having a successful, fulfilling life. So leading my actions is a lot like building a muscle. Now, I do not like to exercise, but I do it because it's healthy and I want to be healthy and I want my body to be healthy. And so sometimes leading with your actions is the same way. You don't want to do it. Sometimes you want to give people the business, but you really should practice 
you know, leading your actions, like we're talking about here, controlling your reactions and exercising that muscle as frequently as you can so that you can be more of a leader and less reactive and more proactive. Now, listen, I can feel the wheels turning from here. So I know you're probably thinking, what does this have to do with the price of milk, Andrea? Well, it everything, everything, my dear Watson, it, everything. Because becoming the CEO of you affects every aspect of your life, whether you're a professional, entrepreneur, a domestic engineer, leading your emotions, your actions, and my final point, your ability to communicate is the key to unlocking your happiness, feeling fulfilled, and accomplishing your dreams. And I want to let you know that I'm here for you. I am the person that has been through this, who has learned the lessons. I am not talking about, I read it in a book. I'm not talking about, I took a class and someone taught me. I'm talking about 20 years of me perfecting my BU method and using it to stay sane in some of the hardest of circumstances, some of the most difficult of people, and learning how to set myself up for success so that I'm not as overwhelmed or as frustrated or have as much anxiety. I know what I'm talking about and I want to help you. I am here for you <laughs> okay like I said whether you're a professional entrepreneur or domestic engineer leading your emotions your actions and the, your ability to communicate is really where that happiness and feeling fulfilled is going to come from and I'm happy to help so what I want you to do is I want you to consider booking a discovery call with me they're absolutely free but I want you to think about doing that today as you're listening to this podcast because we can sit down and kind of run through a few things and look at how we can apply what it would look like, I would say, to become the CEO of you and be able to manage whatever situations you have going on in either of those areas, professionally, um, in your business or uh, in your personal life. We can create circumstances for optimal success for you. We can get there and you can become the CEO of you. I want you to do that. I want to help you unleash your inner CEO. But getting back to my thoughts, becoming the CEO of you matters because it's helpful in your ability to lead in your communication. Now, listen, there are so many different ways to say something that you need to say, <laughs> especially if you need to read somebody, right? You can do it nice, nasty. Okay, if you've ever heard that term, nice, nasty. <laughs> anyway, you will not believe the relationship your communication has um, with your success, okay, with your ability to be successful because communication it happens verbally and it happens non-verbally. I recently um, had a situation where I was asked to do something by someone at my church and I had agreed to do it, but then I went through all these things with my dad and when I had kind of gotten back from caring for my father and burying him and everything. I was um, trying to get back to this thing that this person had asked me to do at the church. And I was looking for them at church and wasn't seeing him. It was a couple of weeks. And then finally I saw them at a Wednesday night event. And I mentioned to them, like, Hey, you know, did you get my email about this, that thing? And their response was, Oh yeah, but I don't know that I'm going to do that anymore. 
I don't, I don't know that I want to do that. And so I kind of got in my feelings about it because there was no communication and I was working behind the scenes to fulfill an obligation that I had for this person. And that person did not respect me enough to communicate that they no longer needed my services. And so the energy that I spent doing some of the things that I did for what was requested of me was, you know, unnecessary. It was wasted energy and I don't like to do that. And so the reason I'm telling you this story is because when I say communication is nonverbal, one of the things this person said to me afterwards was, I can tell by the look on your face that you are angry with me. And I did say, I said, well, I do. He asked me, well, I shouldn't have said he, but this person asked me if I knew that my face was like communicating how I felt. And I said, I absolutely do. I'm not angry. I am annoyed. And um, so that is just proof that communication is happening whether you open your mouth or not. And so leading your ability to communicate is important. And it's yet another reason why becoming the CEO of you matters because you want to have control of that. You want to have control of your verbal and nonverbal communication. Okay. It is important in the long run and the relationship between how you communicate and your ability to be successful is important. It is there. There is a relationship. So for years I've coached my client on personal branding, fully expecting them to use it to improve their marketing strategies, right? Because a lot of marketing is a nonverbal form of communication. And so that's how I was expecting them to use it, like understanding who they are in their business, how they connect to their client, and then using that to create strategies, um, campaigns, and things of that nature to attract, engage, and convert their audience. That was kind of how, in my mind, it was going to be used. What I later found out was, though many of them did use it for that type of marketing, it wasn't specifically the type of marketing that I imagined them using it as most of the people. Some of them used it the way I just described, but then a lot of them didn't. They were using it to pitch themselves better, to verbalize their needs more effectively, and to build stronger relationships with their tribe. I was so thrown. So leading in your communication, in their communication helped them a lot of them saved, they told me, saved tens of thousands of dollars. And then I had some that said it helped them make millions of dollars towards um, investment and venture capital dollars, as well as sales, because they were able to more effectively communicate their message. And it wasn't just to make a sale or to promote a product or a service the way I anticipated them using it. And so what I'm saying to you is, being the CEO of you is how you lead your ability to communicate and that just enhances your ability to fulfill your dreams, to fulfill your goals, to get where it is you want to go. So I'm not surprised that it worked for them, but boy, was I surprised by the use of the content and the coaching. Um, it was marketing. It was just not use the way I thought they were going to use it. And honestly, I was convinced that my BU method would be used, like I said, for the more revenue generating activities like ads, social media, websites, etc. But instead, it was used as a leadership tool. Now, if you have ever been confused about what it is I do here on this podcast or on my YouTube channel, 
I this is where it came from because what I'm teaching you is it spans the gamut of business, professional, and personal. And so I can't keep it in a box. It is more of a leadership thing. When you are when you become the CEO of you, you become the CEO or the leader of so many other things. Your ability to lead in so many other areas is improved because you have the ability to communicate, control your actions, control your emotions, and that can only prove or serve you well. So here's the deal. Becoming a CEO of you is a process. It's not a quick fix, but it is a long lasting one. So once you know what it looks like for you, it's easier to establish work-life harmony. And again, I don't necessarily believe in work-life balance because we don't live our life um, 50% work, 50% life. We live our life all mixed up, thrown in together like a beautiful fruit bowl, a fruit salad. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all working together. And so it's important for you to know what you need to do and be your best so that you can apply that everywhere in your life, in your business, in your career, every single where, every single place. And you want to carve out your little piece of happiness in the world when you find that work-life harmony. So are you convinced that it's time for you to become the CEO of you yet? I want you to grab my hand. Well, kind of imagine that you're grabbing my hand. And let's get you on a path to bliss. You'll be leading your emotions, your actions, and your communication in no time, I promise you. It's so easy. It is it's painless, honestly. So I want you to think about it. In the show notes, I want you to click on the book a discovery call with me. And I want you to let, let's hop on the call 15 minutes and let's find out how you can become the CEO of you. Let's, let's start your journey so that you can start to lead in your emotions, lead in your actions and lead in your ability to communicate. All right, that does it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, you can also join me over on my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official, for even more weekly inspiration. And let's meet back here again next week for another episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast because as I mentioned at the top of the show, this is the place where you learn how to constantly evolve and be open to those failures so that you can fail forward and learn from those situations that you feel like you fail in. It's not a failure. It's a learning opportunity because you just informed your next attempt. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. And I will see you again here. Same time, same place next week. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, 
concerns. I want to hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love, and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AFPatrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.